This is a Podfire production. This podcast may include explicit themes or swearing and may not be suitable for children. The first beer goes down easy. It's bubbly, it's sweet, tickles the back of your throat. The second beer you're starting to enjoy it, you kick back, you get a bit more relaxed. But it's the third beer, Brett. That is. It's the third beer that where you hit that vibe, a certain mellowness comes over. It's a golden light nectar, I would describe. The pub turns into a very happy place and you've hit that spot that's just right. And our third beer is a special guest each week that we get to interview and have a chat to not only about the beer, but also about life and other stuff that men don't talk about. I'm Brett McCallum. I'm Chris Dixon, and we'd like to talk about the third beer. Right, you done? Are we ready? Are we we ready? are. We are. G'day, brother. How are you? Welcome back. It's been a little while. Mate, it's been a long while. I hear a rumour you've been in a cave. I have been. How's that? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. And I see you've brought back an old favourite with you. We have. Who you brought with you? Well, he's a good-looking chap. It's the old uh, Kieran Bird. Here he is. Thank you for having me back. No it's, worries, uh, champ. Good fantastic. to see you. I'm just enjoying the new chairs. The new chairs are sensational, aren't they? That makes the mic a little bit higher, and I think it, it gives us better volume. And how have you been, big fella? What's Mate, been I'm doing good. Busy. Busy as fuck. Wow. Okay. That's unusual, isn't it? It is unusual. I'll tell you what we need to do. We haven't cracked it yet. We're going to crack it straight away. We're going to crack it straight away. Like today's beer hasn't got a label on it, right? And the reason it hasn't got a label on it is because it's a Blakey brew. And the Blakey brew is the new beer that we've just launched from the shop that's now downstairs in my office called Rip and Collect. I'll talk about that in a sec. Seems like we have a new sponsor. We do. (laughs) Good good idea. Good idea. And Blakey brew is the first full celiac beer. So it's got, if you're a celiac, you can actually drink this stuff. And we know that because Blakey is a celiac and he didn't die when he drank it. Whew. How good's that? We're not testing it on you though, bud. No, we know, we know you find out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm ready to go. You ready to go? It's going to be, it's a different taste sensation. Crack. And I've lost the kachunka. So crack. we need to crack that again. I didn't like the kachunka anyway. Crack right. it open. Oh, that's not too bad. It's got a bit of air in it. You're always the best popper. Anyhow, how good a popper are you? Cheers, brother. Well, I'm throffing. You're throffing. Good to see you back. Good to see you, big fella. You too, mate. It's got a different taste of it. Cheers, buddy. It's got a it's got a fragrance. And now I reckon it tastes it reminds me of golden syrup, the fragrance. Is it? Mm. You seem keen to get that down. I want to get rid of the froth. Mm. Ooh, that's different. It's good, strong. No, it just doesn't taste like beer. Tastes like it smells. Can I? um, Do you want to sniff? Yeah. You pretty much know what it tastes like by that. Okay. What can you smell? What can you smell in that? It's like um, I don't know how to describe it. It's um, it's it's like sweet, but it's I know it says yeast. You can smell the yeast in it. Like, can you have your yeast as a ceiling? Or you're not allowed. <laughs> you're no. chewing that, aren't you? <laughs> you know you got to finish. It's part yeah. of the rules. It smells like, like fresh dough. Feel like I'm eating pancakes, but yeah, it fresh, is, isn't it? Fresh dough, like a fresh doughy taste, like smell. Because it's not maple. It's more golden, I reckon. All right. <laughs> anyway, <We've>, cheers. <laughs> we're back, boys. We're back. Mm. And I've uh, organised this session because I'm curious. Curious. Curious, curious oh. to know. Where we are and how we got here, I've been in shot down for at least six months. I at think. least, I reckon. Emotionally, uh, with friends, with with community, I have just retreated to my little cave, gone to work, hung out with my girlfriend, gone home. That's been my life. Hung out with the kids. Meditating? Deeply meditating. Lots of meditative practice. So it hasn't been an unproductive time, but it's been a, uh, a reclusive kind of isolating um, space. So Good time, I'm, bad time. I'm here to reconnect. I'm here to understand. I'm here to hear whether or not you've been in similar spaces. I'm curious to know what you've done with your time. And uh, that's where I'm at. That's what I want to know today. So I don't want to talk about a topic. Awesome. I want to talk about you, Brett. And I want to talk about you, KB. I want to talk about right. me. I want to share where we're I'm at in. and how we got here. Love it. All right? There you All go. Right. That's what I thought I'd set up today. 
I like Ooh. it. That's, that's Visitors first. How are you going? I'm 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 tired. I'm tired. tired. Yeah, I think I'm tired is the best way to put it. I think um, physically, know, mentally, emotionally, universally, spiritually, universally, just just fatigue. Like there's nothing nothing to pinpoint precisely. Like you know nothing that um, is going on. Yeah, you know, like you know, like I worked really hard, or you know, like um, it just seems to be the end of a era or period or. Is it the weight of negativity in the world that's causing you to be tired? No, well, I mean, it could be. I haven't thought about it um, from that angle, but, yeah, just a, um, a an overwhelming sense of fatigue. I'm tired. Probably the best way to describe yeah, it. I'm hearing that. Yeah. Feeling similar. Where are you? Yeah, well, I'm, tired's a really good word, I reckon, at the moment. I'm busier than I've been in a long time, but there's so much going on, and normally for me that, makes me move forward, whereas now I'm getting to a 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night and falling asleep on the couch. So physically I'm knackered. I was crook for a little while. I, I was naughty and got diverticulitis again and uh, had a couple of weeks out, but that was a month and a half ago. What are you weighing in at, Big Bill? I've no idea. Weigh in tonight. What do you think you're weighing in at? Oh, I reckon I hit 120. Okay. I reckon, I reckon I'm, I'm, I'm banking on 120 plus. I secretly have a suspicion mm. that none of us have moved forward from the last time that we spoke. And this sounds very familiar because we spoke about the cave and you went fucking deep into the cave. I was deep in the cave back then, but I was still engaging and communicating. I just stopped all that completely. And how did you stop it? Was it a conscious decision? Was it... Something from the kids or the missus or what? It, was it something that triggered that, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to go and jump in the cave? Or was it well, I, I just slowly edging your ass back in there? usually reach out and send out a text, see how people go and kind of communicate. But I just stopped. And the longer I stopped, the more comfortable it become, the harder it became to communicate. When I did have communication outside of work or with family or with the close unit, um, it would get complicated and confused quite quickly. It was like I couldn't vibe with other people. And is that because you didn't want it? It became very comfortable. Not? To have to. Okay. What are you, what are you, that doesn't you're, make sense. You're a social being. Burn might understand what I'm talking about, but uh, you, know, you have a different experience. Do you understand what I mean? No. Do you understand what I mean? Oh, yeah. Okay, 100%. <laughs> In what way? What do you mean? What's your reflection? Oh, it's just, uh, it's, it's a really, really comforting, nice, um, oh, just like, like darkness, stillness, not having to engage with anyone or anything. And, and you just reduce all the uh, stimulus. It's almost like the lights are all turned down. Um, you don't have to deal with anything. You don't have to go through any processes of, you know, trying to understand what people are saying, how are they feeling, you know, um, but even not just people but, you know, uh, workplaces or dynamics. You don't have to feel much at all in an engaged way. You're aware of things happening. I don't even go to say activity. What do you mean by activity? I usually have to go for a surf or go to yoga or, I mean, I kept going to yoga and I kept, but I didn't have to, I could be at home by myself doing nothing and just feel bliss. I could just do nothing <laughs> and feel bliss. Absolutely. hundred percent. That doing something yep. is not going to bring me any more joy than what I have by doing nothing at all. Yep. Or talking That's to anyone or no, thinking about no anything. No one's going to give me anything more. Uh, and what are you um, doing though during that time? Nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. 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 <laughs> Literally nothing. nothing. But you're sitting on the couch. But is Some, there a television on? Sometimes is there... there can be a telly on. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes you just fold and wash them. Sometimes, just sitting. Sometimes. Being. Sometimes you just being. Just being. Just being. It's interesting you say that. But you kind of, it becomes seductive. It becomes alluring. It becomes a thing. Addictive. It does become addictive. It becomes a drug. Or if I don't need you or I don't need an activity or I don't need work or I don't need a wage, I don't need anything at all and I can be as happy as pig and shit, why do I do anything at all? I agree. <laughs> like, like why would you do anything at all? Like what else is there besides peace, happiness, breathing? 
It's uh, and that's that's as long as you continue doing that because yeah, that's the most important well, thing. You can you can do that just uh, you just know, by doing subconsciously, it. yeah, just just by enjoying that. Space. That's no, it's interesting you say that because I have relaxed. That's one thing I have done since we last seen it. I've relaxed a lot more. I've chilled a lot. No, I have. I've slowed down a lot. The evidence isn't supporting this just in your brief <laughs> statements you've made. I've gotten unwell. No. I'm at 120. <laughs> I'm very, very busy. No, no, but I'm what I mean though is... I'm on the lounge. But what I mean though is if I don't actually do something in the past, I would have sat there and gone, oh, fuck, I really need to do that now or whatever. It's now, fuck it, I'll do it tomorrow. There's a lot more of that creeping into my lifestyle. I'm still going to do it. And I get an idea every single day, I always have. And instead of acting upon it, I'll tell one of the guys. Or I've now brought in people to run the companies so I don't have to do it. So there are little palm-offs, if you like, of doing that. They're starting to slow down. Delegation. Yeah, delegation. Great word. Nice. Very hard to do. Is it? Probably the hardest thing to do in business is delegate because no one does it as good as you. It's a really difficult thing to do, but I'm, I quite enjoy delegation. It's interesting. But it's still my favourite part of the day is when I sit on the side of the bed, spend my five minutes in my own head. I can, I will, I'm open to receive. Every single day, sit there for five minutes and that's what goes on. Do my neck stretches, do my back stretches and it's still my favourite thing to do. I just don't think I could do it for more than five minutes. That's the only issue. I think that's what we're talking about. Imagine doing right. that all day. That's what wow. I was going to say. I was going to say it's that's that's literally what it is. But you're giving, you're delegating everything to the universe, <laughs> like all the time. So I get like, that. Yeah. So it's the same idea. It's just literally eh, someone else will do that job. Or, so how did you find yourself there, Burn? And has it been productive? Are you changed, or am I talking to the same Burn that I spoke to in April? Because we really haven't had any contact. No. I haven't had contact with Burn. I haven't contact with you. This is me in re-engaging. Love it. Hello. Love you, bro. <laughs> We're back. You too, brother. Um, yeah, I think that um, – I think that I've – I would say that I have changed considerably, but I'm not like looking into that extensively, like trying to analyse it. I'm just – because I've changed, I am prioritising – I'm letting go more, prioritising things differently – minimizing things, um, seeing my interactions with people differently, feeling things differently, experiencing. Example? You got an example? Um, I mean. These are wonderfully abstract and I miss these conversations. But um, but the interesting part about this is this is a very similar conversation we had in April. You were starting to crawl back in your cave and you were there saying, I'd really like to do that. No, I think I said I was standing at the at the, at the door. At the, the door, you were ready to rock and roll, and you were going. I think can't even speak. I'd love to go back in and go into a cave, but did you get there, yeah. or are you still on the way there? No, I think that um, are we calling it deep cave? Deep, deep caving, deep caving, <laughs> spelunkering. Yeah. It's actually because I think men do this, <laughs> and I think men cut themselves off from our relationships and social connection. Why? I think because of this, it's, it feels really good. And then you're in a relationship and you've got kids and then all of a sudden you're divorced and you disconnect from a few friends and you're completely isolated. I think this happens to men all the time. I agree, 100%. And it's a lot of effort for men to keep those social networks alive where women seem to put that effort in. Uh, you know, speaking. In Not onto a topic, but a yeah. Very I generic understand. kind of way. Yeah, yeah 100%. Not all women or men are the, you know, same. Whereas you think it would be the other way because the blokes will go to the pub with their mates or go for a punt with their mates, whereas they actually don't. Well, that's my question. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I suppose thinking out loud. Oh, and some people exercise with people. Like, yeah. Fuck if I want to do that. Yeah. I, I, um, I think that I've just stopped contacting people. I just don't talk to anyone really. And Sorry, and back. You're going to give us an example of Sorry, I butted in. Yeah, how... You have fallen in on yourself. Well, I think that's, yeah. So just onto that, like just stop contacting people, stop reaching out to people, stop checking in with people. Uh, literally the, the people I interact with are, are a group of um, coaches that I work with at St. James, you know, who are, who are, you know, we're all very much on the same page and we have these kind of conversations all the time, you know, whilst we're coaching and interacting with the kids and trying to um, figure out the best way to... 
uh, you know, mentor and help these kids. Like we're, I'm really lucky that um, in that environment we can have these conversations every day. But what are the conversations you're having? Because there wouldn't be these conversations about going into a cave and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah, these conversations. That's so cool. So we've just started. So you just found a new group. Yeah. You haven't really no, gone, that, you that, haven't gone deep. No, they were always there. Like they were always there. We just never had these conversations. <laughs> and is that because you and opened so, it up? Or, yeah, or did they yeah. listen to you on well, one of these? No, we've always had like it a Sounds mean, like you just found another outlet. Okay, as opposed to what? It sounds like you found another space to have these conversations. Um, did you have them before? Other than with us? Uh, not, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't really think I was having, yeah, no, I don't think I was. I don't think I was having these, I was having them with Chris, obviously, and, and, you know, once every, and and I look forward to them, but I don't think I was ever having this kind of depth of conversation and this, you know, inquiry and and wondering and, you know, I've never, well, I don't remember um, having, you know, a group of people who are interested in these kind of conversations and constantly bringing in, you know, topics and questioning and, you know, and, and engaging in that way. Um, there was probably a lot of smaller, like, conversations going on with a lot of different people around a whole bunch of different topics, and I was probably having these conversations with myself, if anything, um, you know, and figuring stuff out, using different um, relationships to explore them. But the penny's just dropped. Go. <laughs> you did diversify. So have I. I, 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 mem- I am having these conversations, just not with the same people I was talking to them with before, I suppose. That's interesting. So yeah. do you, do, is, is that like a, um, like, oh, I'll say back in the old days, but like it's a different group of people you're talking to now because they actually understand you? Well, you know how you got your mates, you go for a beer, you go for a punt, whatever it is, right? But then you got those few people in your life, like us, where we can talk like this, right? Yeah. And then there's a couple more people because I think you're now attracting those type of people that you can actually start to have more and more conversation. It, it, it's interesting. I, I can't explain it. Uh, all I know is that basically um, there's very few people who obviously I've met who I've been to have these conversations with. Chris is one of them. Um, you know, and, and even if I want to think about it, you know, there's very few people. that. And I've, you chatting to the kids about this as well? Like yeah, you're saying yeah, with, yeah what, absolutely. How are they taking it? They, they, you know, probably just sit there and think we're crazy. But, um, but that's okay. I, I think they take to it a little bit easier than, you know, because they're often going through transition and changes and, try, and trying well, to... And, and the, to be honest, they want real conversations yeah, as well. Like, like, deeply, yeah, deeply, deeply. They're dealing with what they're dealing with in their worlds. It's very, very, you know, superficial, transient, the way the internet is, the way phones, all that stuff is, you know, the, the conversations we have... Um, you know, are really, hey, what do you think about this? Who are you? Where are you going? Where do you want to be? You know, is that enough, you know, to do it this way? You know, and if it is, that's great. But if not, you have a choice. You know, like we're, we're having these conversations constantly. That's and awesome. Yeah, and, and they and it changes the whole environment, the culture. And, and, and we've got this. Um, what's been cool is that um, because now we've got, yeah, like five other people who are also having these conversations with these kids and, and with the coaching that we do, um, we all coach at the same time with the same group of kids. So there's 30 kids, 35 kids, five coaches, having these conversations, different people doing different things. There's like a critical mass now where there's this information, just um, a dialogue, um, which we talked about a long time ago. Um, We've with been David. on the game for 20 years. But again, it's becoming a lot more common, isn't it? It's almost like society's catching up. Yeah, so, you know, David Bohm, we, you know, the book he gave me on dialogue, and we... we but now it's actually happening. So, like, instead of us talking about it, and we, you know, we'd have these amazing conversations. Now there's a whole group of people having these conversations, and we've got people, you know, ex students coming in, and they understand what we're talking about because it's just been going on now for about ten years. So, like, probably, um, like, like small bits, but now it's this critical mass, and it's just kind of developing into something entirely different. It's because um, you have such a big influence on these kids. Like something I've done during this break is I've got back into basketball, right, and I love my basketball. I coach my kids' teams now at the school and we're starting to – similar sort of thing, right, is I, I make sure that every kid that comes up to me, whether they're under 12s or under 15s, don't care, we shake hands, we say good day, we look each other in the eye, just little things like that. And every single player on that team, even if they didn't know each other, have now become – 
together Closer, because yeah. that's part of the way that I coach and I teach people is the fact of you're doing this for each other. You're not doing it for yourself. I don't want you to hog the ball. If you do something stupid, let's chat about it. Let's like not whack your mate in the back of the head type stuff. But at the same time is when they're sat next to you on the bench and you can actually have an adult conversation with them about, so what's going on? And they tell you about everything, mate. like way too much stuff, <laughs> but they tell you about everything. And I think that's because the people around them have been sharing it with them for a longer period of time. Like you've now, you've actually made a fundamental change to how long, even if it's 10 years, mm. probably 300, 400 kids' lives who have then shared that with one or two of their mates. And now they've all, you're pretty much starting to the critical mass, make yeah. a wave of people. I think it's fucking it's, awesome. It's pretty crazy. What then, have these kids taught you, Brent? Uh, how to be calmer, how not to call them dickheads at the age of 12. I learnt that really early on. And uh, not them, I'll never call my own team, it's one of the opposition, but that's fine, we won't go there. And um, <laughs> that's a long story. No, but just uh, they've taught me to relax a bit more. They've taught me to sort of, I, I get fired up as a coach and want them to do better for themselves. But at the same time is they are only the age they are. So I coached my 12s team completely different than my 15s team. Yeah. We sat down at the start of this season with the 15s and said, boys, there's two options. You can just go and have fun and muck around as mates or we can win the tournament. Which one do you want to do? And they said, what's the difference? We can have fun and win the tournament, but we're going to be serious. We're going to play proper basketball. We're going to do this. Or you can have a muck around with your mates on a Friday night. If you pick the first, that's fine. I'm not going to actually coach you for basketball. I'll help you in life. But if you want to win the tournament, I'll coach you in basketball and we can actually play proper moves and do all that sort of stuff. And they chose the latter because they wanted to win. And it's like they've now taught me different ways of thinking and looking at things. So right there's the heart of dialogue. You posed a question. Yeah. So as opposed to this is what we're going to do. We've got a choice. We can 100%. Play or we can win. 100%. It's nice, isn't it? Well, I watched a TV show called New Amsterdam and it was all about how can I help. This guy comes into this new organisation hospital and says, how can I help? Yeah. And the answer, I think, was, it was yes. Can I have this? Yes. Can I have that? Yes. Can I do that? Why? And But the whole thing was, how can I help? How can I help make you a better human being or make that better or make that better? And that was the attitude. And it changed everything. How? Changes your view on things. If, the answer, if you don't have to answer a question... But you can sit there and go, how can I help? Whether it's good, bad or ugly, it doesn't matter. You actually look at the perspective in a different way. Yeah, okay. So you ask questions now, not deliver sermons. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Funny that. Well done. Thank you very much. I feel good. Cheers. Beer tastes better the further it gets down. I can it's do that. It's interesting, isn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> it's like drinking syrup at the beginning, but it mm. does kind of know that. Burn, how have you, how have you grown? Well, I think... Um, I was going to say before, like just basically because now that we've got this critical mass, I don't feel like I need to, you know, facilitate anymore. I can sort of let that go and duck in, duck out and enjoy it more and start to, yeah, have space and, you know, literally not talk to other people and not start need... the edge back in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like literally just not just not talk to anyone. So just more more than anything, just go through routines and, and you know, do what you do and don't feel like I have to coach because there's people doing, you know, the same quality job that I'm doing. Um, you know, and I don't really have anything. So there's nothing really going on. So it's kind of, which is really, really different. So I've either, I guess in my life, I've either, you know, gone through a stage of really, really pushing hard, researching, improvement, and then getting to a pinnacle and then, you know, letting that grow and settle and like, you know. Consolidate. Consolidate and then um, and then going again. And, you know, I haven't. Um, so is deep cave consolidation? Bring you together. No, I've, I've consolidated over the last, you know, five years, six, six years, like just being, you know, sort of rolling with, with whatever it is. And now I'm, yeah, like nowhere. My purpose, my question, what is the purpose of Deep Cave? Well, for me, it's being nowhere. That's so interesting. I'm now nowhere. Yeah, I'm now nowhere. <laughs> and, and when you look at nowhere, <laughs> it's actually spelt now here. 
Oh, bang. Bang. There we go. Double, double no. whammy. Double. You have been in the cave. Drop the you, you've worked this out. You've, you, you've done a lot of reflection. I like it. Um, but you've that's been waiting a long time to drop that one every day. <laughs> that's what happens when you're in the cave. It all just, it, it just comes and goes, wow, I'll use that. That's cool. Nice. So, yeah, so, that's, so, so I feel entirely changed or different, but just not really sure what that looks like because I'm not – it wasn't a deliberate thing where previously it was always deliberate. I would have a goal, a purpose. I want to do that. I'd go do that. I'd achieve that. And then that would, you know, um, shape the next few years. Now there hasn't been any of, of that directional goal, attainment, you know, research, focus, study, whatever. I'm not, gonna, I'm not sure what the time is, but I'm going to drop the mic. Uh, is it not my will but thy will? Do you mean? You know, it's not your plan anymore, Burn. You're giving up to a higher purpose, a.k.a. God. Oh, oh look at that. Yeah. We did really well. <laughs> 29 minutes in, I reckon I we are. Oh, that's what I thought we hey, had up there. We haven't <laughs> dropped one. Saying, you know. <laughs> Boom. You know what I mean? Not my will, but thy will, letting it go. Not having a clear... Yeah, just see it and go and see what happens next. It's lovely. It's And to me, that's being in the cave. Like but what I'm is not, next? Do you know what's next or no, it just happens? I have no idea. Do you know what's next? Do you care? Don't actually even care. No, that's the beauty of the cave. Something will happen. It's like something's definitely something always happens. But I don't know what it is or when or it's you just, just been, deal with it when it happens. Well, you'll know, know what to do. A goalless Ooh. life. Ooh. What about you, Brett? Do you understand this? <laughs> no, absolutely no fucking idea. I could do that now, but I love talking about it I, because I get bits of it. Yeah, like I understand the. To me, it's like. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Like, just don't give a fuck about that. So why bother? Like, and I, I, I say that to the guys all the time. Does it actually matter? Like, even even with the kids, as they do something, well, so who cares? And like with the wife, if she's getting mad at someone, well, just breathe, though. Like, there's no use. That, they're gonna, they're a kid. Whatever that is, right? So I get that a bit, but just not knowing what's no, no one knows what's next. But so. Not being prepared for but it, maybe. I, this is a really interesting example. Yeah. Yesterday, I had a young lady who wanted me to do some coaching with her, basketball coaching. And um, she came to, to training. Oh, that was and, my beer. Oh, <laughs> we, we have sound effects now. We've up, we've we do. Upgraded. We've upgraded, yeah. The sound machine, the bottle <laughs> on the mic. And she's come to training and um, I didn't really know what I was going to do with her. Because, you know, she's pretty good at basketball and she's had a lot of training and she's trained with all these other people. So she has all this information going in. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. And um, and she was like, oh, I want to work on, you know, passing and cutting. I'm like, okay. And then, so then we, I watched her, you know, do a little bit of scrimmaging and then we went down to a bottom court and, and basically had a conversation for an hour with no no basketballs on a court discussing the, the ideas and philosophies and purposes of spacing, timing, passing, cutting, who she wants to be, who she is, how does that inter- how does that interaction affect, you know, other players on the court, like how does she, you know, body language. And we just had this whole conversation that came out of that was what was required for that session. But there was no planning it. I had no idea what I was going to do. And it just kind of manifested itself and it was, you know, it was a really, really good um, opportunity to share that time with her, and you know, it was relevant to her. So what she, you know, she needed that information at that time. So, probably the best session she's ever had, and and you know, the most relevant session just like made sense. And she was like, "That's that's awesome, thank you." And then that was it. And but that's to me a really good example in the sense of when you just open to whatever comes comes, then you know what to do when it's time to do it. So I do that now. I wing it, as you want to call it that. Like if I go and speak on stage and never prepare, mm. I know what the topic is or I know little bits of it but never actually prepare a written speech because I'd fuck the speech up every single time if I had to read it. Yep. So I – and the same as I go into a meeting. I won't take notes with me. I'll take notes during but not with me and I just wing it because it's all up here. You know what's going on. So I get that bit. I understand that part. Yeah. So it's just it's that Just doing that across life. Really? Yeah. What have you been doing to look so fit? You look pretty cut. Is that yoga? I'm the biggest I've ever been. I'm, no. I'm on the scales at 78 kilos. Yeah, but I it's did, all I, muscle. I disagree. A few, few COVID pounds. You it's all muscle. You, you don't look. 
It's I'm actually but you look actually you look fit. I'm starting to lean up, starting to get into some stuff, but I am. But what's that from? Yoga or what's it from? Oh, a bit of weights got back on the bike. During the cave yeah. time? Yeah, I've started to try and run again. Been playing some basketball. Zen's got right into basketball, which has been interesting. Awesome. Beat the three foot kid the other day. Oh, mate, it's good. No it's mercy. The only person I've ever beaten a game of basketball, but it was Sorry. kind of football because we play a bit rough, but that's how it went. That basketball should be played. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so are you closer? Closer to who you want to be, Brett? It's a good question. Who do I want to be? I don't know. Me either. Are you closer? Hmm. Do you know the answer? Yeah. What about you? Sorry, are you you're not closer or you don't know the answer? I don't know the answer. Okay. You don't I know. I feel like I'm closer. closer. But you don't know what the end is. Pretty sure I'm gonna die. <laughs> 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 That's uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cause, well, because I was having the exact same thought. Like, like the other day, I was like, "Yeah, pretty sure I'm dying." What today? Just generally speaking, I'm dying. Like, I'm dying unto yourself. You know, if you want to, just dying constantly. It's really interesting. So, as opposed to I'm living, I'm actually dying. Constantly dying. Every breath. Every breath, you you're dying. Fuck, that's deep. Mm. Isn't that opposite to what you should not should's the wrong word that you want to be? Society teaches you why. No, but what do you want to be? Do you want to be alive or do you want to be dead? What you want's irrelevant. Yeah, so, that wanting's not important. <laughs> it's it's you're literally dying every second. Why do we look at that negatively? Yeah, yeah. So that's positive, is it? Could be. Yogis yeah. believe you have a certain amount yeah. of breaths predetermined at the point of birth. And therefore, you know, managing your breath increases your lifespan. But it's all predestined, you know. Like you've got some health issues, Brett. You're had. You all yeah, had, had. You're also at your at your top end of your weight. Towards, yeah. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah. We're a couple of years in. Yeah. We're still where we were. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not in a healthy space. I might look lean, but I'm not I'm not in a great physical physical space. I'm trying to get back there, but it's hard. Why are you trying to get back there if you uh, are dying every day? Because oh, I want to die well. Whew, that's deep. Yeah. How does one die well? You know, as healthy, What's as, well? as healthy as you can be to the moment you fall over. What's well, though? Uh, for me, it means losing a bit of, uh, bit of fat. So it's fat. Wells, wellness is down uh, to body organs weight. Organs and digestive system and liver. And uh, I've had a whole lot of... Uh, I went to a naturopath. Mm. That has been a godsend. Kind of re-establish some balance in my uh, adrenaline glands and sleep, and uh, it's been a, it's been a godsend. But that's just but that doesn't that go against the whole just being and not giving a fuck and just living. Well, that, I think that's how I got to where I am. But I, I think this is the this is actually the, the when the brain kicks in and starts analysing and starts trying to locate things and have purpose. And yeah, 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 yeah. And go, okay, let's let's just break it all down. That's where people get confused, like you know, because dying has so many connotations, you know. So oh, that's negative because you you know you're focusing on death or whatever. It's like, no, I'm not focusing on death. I'm aware that I'm dying. I know that I'm going to die, and I'm at peace with that. That's okay, which gives me freedom and and to appreciate to each breath. every moment. Like now, I'm in this space of love because I'm loving everything because I know that I'm dying. I'm not like looking forward to tomorrow and hopefully tomorrow's a better day. I'm like, no, no, no. This is actually an amazing conversation with two amazing humans. This is pretty fucking cool. You know, but that's because I'm aware that this could be the last conversation I have. So how fucking cool is this conversation? Yeah. But and you are you actually aware of that or it's just not even in your head? Of dying? Or no, of, like like you just said, you're aware that this is, could be the last conversation. No, I'm aware of it. So, you are aware. So, so you I are aware. I chose and today. I, and I grieve and I think that's what the cave Yeah, but I chose today to come and talk to you guys. Yeah. And I was excited by it. You know, like like and appreciating, I could do something. I could just stay at home, and I was like, "Why am I driving here? I could just be at home and do nothing today." And I was like, "Because I really want to have this conversation. I haven't caught up with you guys for a while, and I appreciate it. And you know, like I could just sit at home and do nothing, but this is a choice. It's not a. There's no other external. There's no other factors involved. Yeah, no, it was. That's and, cool. I like that. Again, looking at dying. Like, uh, are we talking about giving up? Giving up. Giving up. Giving in. 
Giving up. Giving what up. are you giving into if you're giving in? What are you giving or what up? Are you giving what, what, up? Did, what, what did you ever have? Yeah. <laughs> what did you have that you've given up? <laughs> the idea that I had some sort of control. Yeah, no so do you reckon you got no control? Well, a couple of facts I like to bring to my clients to help. Yeah. Yeah. Thicken this conversation is, did you know that we are spinning eastwardly in a thousand kilometres an hour right now? So bring that into your awareness. Right now we're spinning. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, did you know that we're travelling around the sun in an anti-clockwise direction at 108,000 kilometres an hour? Mm -hmm. And process that. And then think about the fact that our sun's going around the galaxy at a whopping uh, 736,000 kilometres an hour. And then, this is what really gets you noodle, did you know our whole galaxy is moving through space at a whopping 2.1 million kilometres an hour? Now, what part of that do I control? None of it. And isn't that... That's pretty freaky. It actually made, while well, you said all those things, my whole body just sort of started moving and I, I felt a little bit dizzy, but other than that... Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. Well, it just... It's a heart attack. <laughs> Which re- brings us to the point of the, the uncertainty principle. Do you guys, guys know about the uncertainty principle? No. So not at Western physics. Okay, so I can talk about how fast something is moving, but if I do, I can't tell you where it is. And if I talk about where it is, I can't actually comment about how fast it's moving. And because I can't talk about the two things at once, I'm kind of in a paradox where I can only really talk about one thing at a time. So, and as everything's in a state of flux... I'm kind of back to where Kieran said before, nowhere. And that for me just actually is very liberating. And not, not only that, like, the, like literally this always blew my mind is how the brain works. Like, you know, the brain, you, sensors come in, processes in your brain, that information's already the past that you can't do anything about. Gone. You know, so then, and then the future hasn't happened yet, so you can't do anything with that. So literally everything you're experiencing or you think you're experiencing at any time is is transient so you know when we talk about control we talk about anything like that it's like like just enjoy it because you can like just enjoy whatever it is that's happening as opposed to trying to control it um because trying it's, to it's, get somewhere it's an illusion yeah it's just an illusion that the brain wants to believe that you're controlling this i'm doing this i'm doing that and it's like well you know that's only with the limited um information that the brain can process. It's almost a matrix of control where the belief that I'm in it doesn't allow me to be it. To be it because you're thinking you're in it. it. So you're never actually just Once you're not in it, it. you are it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You can't do both. You can't can't be... Wow. Yeah, you can't concentrate on something. It makes sense though. To me, it seriously makes sense. The the, the moral to this story is just be. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just and allow it to be like people that listen to this podcast must fucking shake their heads at a lot of the stuff we talk about. But in a in a nutshell, it's just let it happen. Just be. Yeah, don't get caught up in so many things. Now, I know we're not going to talk about a topic, and I am going to bring this up because this is the to me the way that what you've just said but translated into society. Right? Is that the media tell you this is happening or you must do this, and so therefore people do that because they're told to do it. Yeah. Whereas there's lots of people. They don't. Pro-choice, all that sort of shit, right? So, Vaccinated? It, who? You. No. Are you? No. Burn? Yep. Okay. Are you? I, I, just my uh, APS board and my workplace have just said uh, it's required by the 15th of December. Against the law. You don't have to do it. Just want to... Well, I don't, but I, I, <laughs> I, as a health worker, I probably wouldn't have a job. It's fascinating. But the fascinating part about that... It's coercion. It's 100%. Well, it's not pro-choice, but nevertheless, where will I end up? I'm, I'm probably moving towards Vax anyway. They're going to open the borders. What are you going to do? Just be me. Okay. Pretty much. And my, my bigger thing is... Just is be. Sporting events. Just go. No. Are you going to go? Fuck yeah. Who's you stopping me? I'm going to put it on your code. Why? I'm just being... I don't know. Good luck, brother. I look forward to it. But next that's, what I, that's what I mean. Like, we'll I find, think we'll this is my whole point. We'll, yeah, we'll find out when we find out. Yeah. My, and my, my thing is, is that um, both sides of that argument are arguing. Is there like, two what, sides or three sides? Well, for me, it's regard. It's, it's irrelevant. The fact is, there's an argument. There's emotions attached. We now have this some sort of emotional conversation around something that's, you know, I've never. I don't have COVID. No one I know has had COVID. There's this thing that's in the media and, yeah, it exists, but 
you know, we're living our lives like regardless, yet there's an outside thing that's affecting our emotions and how we see people or, or, or even if it doesn't affect how we see them, we have to choose not to let it affect how we see them because the media is saying, oh, you know, the unvaccinated are this and the unvaccinated are saying, you know, the vaccinated are sheep. And then there's all these connotations and you've got to, do you block it out? Do you just be? Do you, that it's going on. And so, and it's unnecessary because um, you're not just being and living your life. You now no, have to deal and with that, And that's my whole point. Like, for instance, I could sit here with at a bar. We could go to a bar today, have a beer together and a snitchel, yeah? No masks, chicken, no nothing. Can we do that? That'd be amazing. We can. We should do that. <laughs> Palmy? Palmy had one yesterday. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. But anyway, I could do that with no masks, no nothing, yep. yeah? On the 17th of December, I'm not allowed to step foot in that bar yep. and can't have this, can't have that because yep. it's mandated, yep. right? Yep. So therefore you can't just be because you're now being mandated that you can and can't do things. And I believe there's three sides. There's the vaxxers, the anti-vaxxers, and then the people that are pro-choice. Oh, yeah. I, I'm the third. I think there's pro-choices, and we have been a voice that hasn't been heard. <coughs> Excuse me. But, you know, we're moving in a direction, aren't we? There's a direction. There's many directions, though. There's lots of people going in different directions. This is why, I don't know, I think the last time we spoke about this, and you were saying how you wanted borders opened up. Mm. So it's just I still do. It's fascinating. I, I agree, Dern. You can't really it, it, you can't really have an opinion because there's so much information either side. It, it becomes it's really, person. really strong. Like I talk to you and you're you're you know, we're talking, having a conversation. We're friends having had something to eat. Yep. That's it. You know, as soon as I bring in anything else, now, you know, that shapes all these other things that, that go on. And that you know? but that's my whole point. Is yeah. the fact that can you just be with all the outside influences that we have on us that tell us what to do? Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think? Breathe in. Yeah. Breathe out. Accept. Yeah. Accept. And, Accept what though? Everything, like the the stimulations, the the environment. Well, pro-choice would say ex- respect your choice. Hundred percent. But I'm not respecting it. Respecting I'm literally it. just a like like it doesn't even occur to me. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm not respecting or disrespecting. I'm just like I, it doesn't like I don't care. Like mm. like I'm just here to talk to you and you know had something to eat, and and you know your your choice around these. Have things. you had some complicated conversations around this, babe? Because uh, your energy's tightened. Up. You can uh, feel it. No, yeah. it's more it's more <laughs> the fact that that it is. <laughs> I just want to be. I just don't want to be. But he's taking you out of being. But that's that's my whole point, (laughs) is that by all of this shit that goes on around the outside, pulls you out of that. Yeah. And so just like if you just breathe and you you don't don't engage then. That's fascinating. Yeah. So we found the lever to pull him out of the cave. Oh, I don't know if Burns out of the cave. I just think. But you you can see the difference between, and that's the reason I brought it up, right, is because what I want to understand is can you actually just be all the time? I don't think you can. Breathe in. Breathe out. Here we are, back to the beginning. I, I get that. I don't give a fuck that you haven't been vaccinated. I don't give a fuck that you have been vaccinated. I'm in a process of moving towards either or. It doesn't matter. But it affects your life. Whether or not you get vaccinated does not affect my life. Well, it does if you want to come to the footy with me. I don't want to come to the footy with you. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people. I don't know why I'd want to do that. <laughs> That's a fair call. Boom, tish. I'm in the cave. I don't talk to people. Why am I going to the footy? <laughs> it's what I want to do with 80,000 I've just left my house. What, what the fuck? But this is actually really important because if you're in the cave, you don't have to deal with any of this stuff. Oh, no. It's, you, it's glorious. You just literally are there being all the time, which is why it's so addictive. I don't have to deal with any of the stuff we just yeah, talked yeah. about. I get I'm that. literally just at home, in the cave, you know, just being whatever I want to be at the time. Well, I think more importantly than always just being is actually always coming back to just being. Yeah, yeah. I get that. You're going to have little moments like that. You're going to have get cut off. You're going to have a complicated moment at work. You're going to have interesting conversations. Your partner's going to be difficult, but it's the ability to go... <sighs> I'm travelling east. I'm spinning eastwardly at a thousand kilometres an hour. What the fuck? Oh, it reminds me of my golf game. And every time I play golf now, I always remember you, which always scares me a little bit. But I always remember you. And I stand above the ball and I... 
and then hit the ball. Great shot every time. Every time I don't do it, I hit a shit golf shot. So every time you think of Chris, you have a great shot at golf. No, no, more the breathing part. I remember what he told me. And he has a long stick in his <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just putting it, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, that come out a little bit wrong. Jo- join us in dots. <laughs> Get back in your just cave. Join us in dots. <laughs> but so my thing is as well is I think that um, these things are going on all the time. As you said, like all these distractions, yeah. all this information, all these like opinions. And, and in the world we live in now, everything's so much about clickbait where it's, you know, really emotive and, and you know, controversial things. And I think part of me going to the cave is because there's no answers to those and it doesn't even have to be facts to the, that information anymore. It can just be somebody saying something to get a reaction. Mm. And that's constant. And, and, and I'm like, well, that's not – you don't even want a conversation. You just want to see a reaction. Yeah. So I'm not going to engage in that. And so disengaging from a lot of that kind of um, – It's really uh, hard in a podcast though, isn't it? To, yeah, to disengage. I mean, I'm going to listen to this. We're going to listen to this podcast. I can't be sure, but I do feel like your tone's changed a little bit. No, yeah. but it's not just the tone. It's the mannerisms, the way you sat, the movement on the chair. Absolutely. Because I, because I don't engage in these conversations, these kind of conversations. It makes you uncomfortable. To engage in them, yeah, mm. which is probably why I'm in the cave. <laughs> no, no, but I get that. And the thing is I actually, I actually think that's <laughs> it's so true. It's a really good thing for this podcast though because – and not that I meant to bring you out, not to apologise, but what I mean well, though is – I'm not exactly sure you didn't, Brett. No, well, I didn't. <laughs> I just <laughs> wanted to know I'm not difference. exactly sure <laughs> that <laughs> you didn't exact to poke Kieran enough just to, just to put him off that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you You're said. fucking Michael <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> he's Michael Pip. He's Pippin. <laughs> and you're saying, Pippin, you kind of cut when it's going and stuff. Don't you, Pippin? That's it. And, uh, and, and I made a choice. So so when you brought that up, I, could, I felt at that time mm. I could have let it go and not engage and just yeah. listen to you guys have a chat about it. What do you think, Vern? Yeah. And I could have you gone. You decided to engage. I decided to to engage. Be at the, at the front of the cave and participate. participate and by the way, it sounds like your tone's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah back where so, you were. So, you can so, tell the difference. Yeah, and, and, and it's a huge thing, but it was a choice to engage yep. in a conversation that's floating around us. Which when you're in the cave, you just say, I'm not going to participate. But I, I actually think that's you, a... You always chat about it. <laughs> I, I think that's a really good thing for people to do, though, is yeah. not actually... You don't have to participate in every conversation. No. You don't have to have an opinion on that. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about that? Don't even worry about that. That bloke's giving you grief. Fuck him off. Don't worry about it. Just breathe. Like, yeah. just get on with you. Oh, all right. So what would pull you out of your game? What would Most things because I'm an opinionated little fucker. <laughs> Man, but that's just me. Example? Anything. Let's go. <laughs> it's like I, I, I have an opinion on a lot of things. I actually think as I get older and more wise, relaxed, let's call it that, um, I don't have as much an opinion. I don't watch the news or any of that sort of stuff, only unless I need to know some information that's factual. Okay. Um, but other than that, I, we don't watch the news at all. We don't do any of that sort of stuff. And since we stopped all that, it's made a massive difference. We just chill. I can chill in the lounge with my missus for four hours every night doing nothing. See, I think you're at the foot of the cave. I'm close. Once we disengage from Instagram and 100%. television, and, but then there's people. Mm. But then you end up at a point, I think that's where I ended up, which is why, you know, called for the chat, was um, it's really hard to do. It's really hard to be a social being when, when you don't feel like you need it anymore. When you don't feel like you need it. <laughs> yeah, like you're What's self-sufficient. You're like a lone wolf, doesn't it, a pack? But you got a pack. I, this is what Kieran's helped point out, is that I, I am having these conversations and so is Burn. We're just having them with different people. Yeah. Yeah. But so you've got your you've got your, your wolf back at home. You got your girlfriend, you got your kids. They didn't they were in the cave with you for a bit. You still interacted with them and completely beat up the three year old at, at uh or whoever old at, at basketball. It's thirteen, but thirteen, sorry, not three. <laughs> three, <laughs> three foot, three foot. Three foot, sorry, a three He's foot. not tall, there you go. <laughs> Don't worry, he gets that from the apple doesn't fall far <laughs> from the tree. Um, but you know what I mean? So you still actually were well, interacting I'm with not, other humans. I'm not sure you have these level of conversations with everybody in your life. And I, and I do have a couple of people, that's true. Um, and my uh, partner and, uh, you know, I sit with my guru on a regular basis and, and that's that's a beautiful experience. But it goes into a very it's, – it's moved into a more subtle place for me. It's less intellectual, less abstract and more about, you know, Nach Hun's method of awareness of breathing. It's just bring your attention to it in – 
out and regulating every time you kind of slipped away from it. It helps you be a better listener, but I'm not sure I get the... What am I looking for? The, the, the you know... Need. Uh, the, the sparring partners. For the need. Like, for me, it's need. Like, need. you don't need to interact with people anymore. You can interact. Yeah, okay. But, but the, it's not an the, attachment. Yeah, it's not like when... Like, say, say I'm talking to um, these coaches and, and the kids at school, or I could not... I enjoy it. It'd be hard not to coach a basketball team and not interact with them. Not really. Have five other people doing it. Delegation. We're yeah. going back there. This is the this is the thing, but it's it's the almost the intention or the the perspective behind that interaction. So you don't need you don't feel the need. Maybe it's to feel the need to you know impart your knowledge or have these conversations or see how deep you can go or personally develop or or try to achieve you know enlightenment or anything you literally are just going yeah i could engage in that that sounds like a cool conversation let's have some of that okay i didn't understand that okay i'll move on to something else there's no there's attachment i'm not sure what the right word is but there's so have no you moved to becoming the guru to those people uh, it's a, probably a far out there question, but what I mean, like, do you do they see you and only come to you for the enlightenment now? No, I mean we we we're just talking about like any like lots of different things as well, like just like uh, more s- superficial, fun, surface stuff as well. It's just the conversation flows depending on where the conversation flows. It's not forced or in, intentionally Sh- trying to get sharing to, space, sharing space, and seeing what happens. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. humans have enough going on that you know continually those conversations evolve and change and question and once you start asking the questions um you realize that um you know, you're developing a common understanding of the questioning process and you disagree with this you you agree with that we're having i'm having a conversation with you we all have different experiences we put it into the pot and then we move on to another thing but we've just you don't have to achieve anything in that conversation. There's no winners and losers. Mm. It's just a, it's a conversation. Just a chat. Share, sharing space and, um, well, yeah. it's coming to that space without an agenda. I mean, I pretty mm. much don't have anything to fucking say anymore, which is really difficult <laughs> in social. Especially in a podcast. <laughs> you just you just empty. Yeah. And it's, if someone says something and. and it, it stimulates something and you respond, but sometimes there's awkward silence. Well, it's not awkward for me. But it's awkward for them. There's spaces of just being, just looking. And and, and I say stuff like, Appreciate. yeah, but I say stuff like, look, I have no idea. I'm going to have to think about what you just asked me yeah, and, and, and get, yeah. get an idea about where we're going to go with that conversation because I may have an idea, but right that's, now. That's, that's wonderfully <laughs> compassionate. We're all just go. <laughs> just leave people hanging. Like, they're like, why are you here? I, I, <laughs> But looking inside, there's no words coming out. But do these people know you and that's okay? No. Mm, so that's awkward. <laughs> I, I, I think that's, that's how it's that's generally that's perceived. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that weird but fucker it, that doesn't actually it's, say it's, words. It's wonder, wonderfully liberating. At the same it's time. like that McDonald's drive-through thing it's where, not, you, where you don't actually talk. It's not my job to uh, – well, they don't hear me. <laughs> no, or they I, don't hear Or I'm not talking. Yeah, one of the two. We, two. we still yeah. haven't worked every day. I expect them to just know. <laughs> Uh, it's 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 liberating at the same time because I'm not trying to manage anyone's perception. And what about your partner? You're in these conversations and you're in a group situation and there's nothing coming out. Well, I think it, does she butt in and help? Not butt in, wrong word. Does she jump in and help? Feel like she needs to help. Yeah. Or is she similar to you in the way that? Uh, She's comfortable with it, so she don't no, really I, give I a fuck either. In relationships, and I, you know, I've been through a lot about relationships over the last four years, mm. going on a while now. Um, I think, like Kieran was compassionate before. I think relationships require some level of work, and this is coming out of the cave. And unless you invest and give and try to understand what other people need occasionally, the the, the secret is not to lose yourself in the process, but you still have to, you know, try to understand what other people need. And I think I did pull back from even my personal relationships. And I'm Did that affect your personal relationships? I think so. I think so. This is did they I understand? No, I don't think they do. Mm. All the time. But, but I think that's a really good point yeah. because 
when when people have these conversations or you're in a session or whatever it is, it doesn't have to be absolutes. You know, like like we can't. Well, we could, but but you're going. You don't have to go to a cave for forty years and meditate and come up with an answer. You know, you can retreat to the cave and just be be, and then come out to the the you know outside of the cave and have conversations and and have you know intellectual you know dialogue and and figure out problems and then go back and and it's not doesn't have to be one way or another it can literally just be a, a flow of whatever is required for whatever the situation is in the relationship you're in um i think and this wasn't planned but i did write a therapeutic program known as wait for it just be and it wasn't be <laughs> it was just be love a letter be let it be <laughs> Just a bit of bell self-promotion, why not? You know, there we go. <laughs> no free ads. Uh, where are we at? Where did we get to? Where have we got to? Where are we going? This has been a fascinating conversation. Uh, I want to thank you boys for being a part of my journey. I think it's interesting. I'm not sure men, a lot of men out there have the ability to communicate and engage, but also to mend relationships once they're broken down. And they sometimes broken down. they break down just from disengagement. How do you reach out? How do you say, mate, where you at? A good friendship, you won't speak for two years and it's like, you know, when you start talking that you've, you've never stopped talking. So how, how, do you, how do you do that? How do we do that? This is me attempting to do that. Mate, I can tell you when I got your text message, I was fucking so excited. And to me, we've never not communicated, but at the same time, if we didn't, it didn't matter. And that, that's the way I feel about it, right? So... We've, we've never been best mates, anything like that. Previously, you helped me through a lot of shit. And at the same time, though, is when I got the message, I'm sitting there going, cool. Someone said to me five weeks ago, what's going on with the third beer? And I said, it'll be back at some stage when it's ready. And that, to me, means a lot. And you just let it go, let it roll. That's beautiful. What do you got to say for the punters out there that might know how to reach out? Just do it. Just, just like whether it's a text message, whether it's a phone call, whether it's just something random, just actually reach out if you want to or even if you think you need to. I think need's a good word for yourself but not for anyone else. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. It makes sense to it me. It makes sense. I'm just trying to imagine um, two things, the need to reach out and also <laughs> who to reach out to um, because I always get excited. You know, like Chris messaged me and I was like, awesome you know yeah. what I mean like that's that I was like this is really cool of course I can make it I'll just do whatever I need to do to make it yeah. like it's it's one of those kind of relationships and that kind of interaction um you know that we've had for you know forever it's always been like that kind of 20 years bro. 20 years boys 20 years Woo. 20 it is 20 it's, it's over 20 years I think because uh so is he's old, how old are you he has an age today it's no no scary. is he our age it's fucking like you know Brad Pitt. He looks like he's 12. I'm going the other way around. Are you going, what's that? Um, 28's what I tell people. What was the one where it goes backwards? <laughs> who's, who's the guy from the Matrix? Benjamin what? Button. Benjamin Button, that's the one. Who's is he dying, Matrix? isn't he? Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Keanu Reeves is another guy that doesn't seem to get older. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Kieran's a bit like that. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. I looked young, you know, when I wanted to look old and, you know, when you're a teenager, it doesn't help that you look 12, but, you know, now it's all, it's all coming up. What were you saying? But the, the point is, is so um, you can admire how attractive you are, or we can move forward with the conversation. <laughs> I was just, I was basking it. I got to bask in it whilst I can, because you know, eventually it's going to flip. I'm sure. Um, I was just saying that, like, it's um, if I was just trying to imagine if you don't have people who reach out to, like, you know, I can reach out to Chris, for example, yep. and he'll he'll get back to me, and you know, if if that's what he, if that's the time, you know, and, and if not, we've had conversations around. You know, if the universe doesn't, you know, allow that to happen, that's fine too. And we've, you know, like it's just how it is. It is what it is. But you two get each other. Exactly. And so if people don't have that or they've never invested in the the concept of getting people, connecting yeah, with people, agree. then who are you reaching out to? Um, you know, is it and, – and in what, what way are you reaching out to them? Is it just you have to have that beer? You have to have that, you know – that chicken parmesan. You've got to have something where you connect with somebody because otherwise you can stay in that cage, but it's uh, that cave, but it's more um, out of uncertainty of reaching out and feeling anxious and nervous. What if I reach out and they, you know, rejection and all those kind of things? And it's safe in this cave. Whereas, you know, I think that 
I'm not, I feel safe in the cave, but I'm also happy to step out and have the conversations. Whereas if you retreat into that cave because it's safe and isolating, you don't have to interact or feel anything and, and all those kind of things from a, um, uh, a self-protective kind of point of view, how do you reach out then? I think they're very different things. And, and if anyone is listening who, who's finding it hard to reach out and they're in the cave and it's nice and safe and they've been there for a while, but they're, they're scared to come out because they don't want to get hurt or they've been hurt or whatever that, that, that situation is, you know, how do you reach out to somebody on a smaller level that's nice and safe or, and then you slowly, you know, start to interact again and slowly come out of the cave. That's, well, that's well, what I'm on. Send us an email. Or reach out to us. We'll bring, have a chat to you. Bring Brett. We're ready for a, we're ready for a chat. hundred <coughs> percent. I'm up for that. Third view. Anyone that wants to come and have a chat. Mate, dial in. We could have a dial in show where people reach out to us. Well, I feel good about this conversation. I want to ask you one more question. Oh, okay. What the what, what? Why now? That was that awkward silence thing again. It doesn't work well on the podcast. That's <sighs> why we need to put on TV. Yeah. <laughs> so you can see him breathing. Um, He's thinking deeply, though. He's a good-looking man as well. Yeah, for an old bloke. <laughs> I'm not without my charms. Yet um, what I would say is this isn't the only set of relationships that I've disengaged from. I get that. Why so now? If there's any people out there that are listening to this that have been uh, part of my life that, that want to reconnect, I'm open. Um, why now? I, I feel like I've learned as much from the deep cave as I can at this point in time. And now I need to... Uh, connect and communicate and be compassionate and learn kindness and be mindful of the language I use and how it impacts on people and, and be more loving. And I don't think you can do that by yourself in the cave. I think it's, 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 it's an in-out process for me. So I went into the cave. I needed to do it. I've learned a lot. I feel better. I'm now ready to share and connect. And uh, that'll last for however long it lasts. Well, mate, on behalf of me, because I'm the only one that matters for me, which is the way it should be, that was deep. This is true. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> thank you. No, I really thank you for reaching out. I really appreciate it. I love our friendship. I love doing this. This is one of my favourite things to do is talk like this. And the fact that if we can help one other bloke talk like this or pull them out of their cave or be able to come and talk about shit blokes don't talk about, that was the whole purpose of this podcast. So to be actually reopen that door, thank you. Beautiful. Let's do the beer. Burn, starting with you, the smell of the beer. This is Blakey Brew from the Rip and Collect Shop, our new sponsor. I'd, I'd, I'd describe it as uh, handmade, freshly, uh, freshly handmade pizza dough. That, um, the irony behind a celiac beer smelling like pizza dough? Mm. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm just telling you, I've, I've never drunk beer, but I'm just, uh, that's what it is. Okay. What, that's how I saw it. A so, delicious, you know, mm, pizza dough that you're not meant to eat. So <laughs> it's like that thing you're not meant to have. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, brother? Where's it put you? I'm at McDonald's <laughs> and I've just bought my son some hotcakes. Yeah. And he smothered them in maple syrup but refused to put the butter on. First. And he just doesn't understand what the butter, how, how good the butter be. And I think that's what this felt like. I didn't understand that when I first drunk it, how it would make me feel after I drunk it. And it was a little bit difficult, but I moved through it and it was okay. Score out of 10? Uh, seven and a half. Seven and a half for the uh, Blakey Brew. It reminds me of crumpets. Crumpets. You know when you're a kid a and your mum chucks the crumpets in the toaster, which you should never do, you should always grill them, but you chuck the chuck the crumpets in the toaster, it comes out, and you think, oh, only one side's going to be crispy, so I need to cover it in golden syrup. No butter on that because golden syrup doesn't I'd have butter. I'd go another round in the toaster. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I, I love how it's But the problem through. is that the second round of the toaster, the back burns. Anyway, that's why you should grill them. The different it. story. Okay. Yep, but the golden top. syrup you stick just stick on top. Not maple syrup, golden syrup. That's the taste I got at first. And then I hated it for the first two uh, bites. And then after that, I actually really enjoyed it, which I won't tell Blakey about that. Mate, I'm giving that an eight. I feel bloated. There you go. It was good. Love it. Exactly. And that's the whole thing. It doesn't bloat you. 
if uh, people want to listen to this podcast, because yep. I'm having a little bit difficulty finding the whole reserve of podcasts, yep. how would they go? How would they make it happen? How would they pass it on to a friend? I don't think anybody knows anything. Well, there you go. They go to podfire.com.au. Podfire. Podfire.com.au. And that has the whole list of every uh, one we've ever done. They can go on to Spotify and search up the third beer and they can go on Apple Podcasts. But I think that the originals... Was on SoundCloud. Are, yeah, but that all comes to the same place. So, but if they go to podfire.com.au, they'll get them all. Podfire. There you go. Podfire.com.au. Please come down, Good to see you. Well, mate, as always, it's been a pleasure. Brother, let's do this again next week, eh? Hey? You guys should probably start fast. Let's do that. Awesome. See you, boys. Peace. Peace and love. That was all.